This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Wednesday, July 1st. It is the start of a new month. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony... How you doing today? Doing really good. Uh, got a little more sleep last night. Obviously didn't have to work, so it was a little easier to rest up, but uh, ready for this uh, middle of the week. Can't believe we've, uh, we're starting month three of the Phoenix show. So I know. Yeah. it's uh, Time flies. I mean, each show feels like it just jams through, and uh, obviously, you know, as they add up, you know, it feels like we just started the show. Absolutely, yeah, and we, we've gained a lot of great listeners, and we love the support and the feedback. Uh, yeah, last night I hung out with some friends. They asked about the show, said they've listened and everything. So you know, it's it's going good. But uh, great Wednesday so far. Uh, just started, so starts out on the right foot. Exactly. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. You know, middle of the week. Uh, we've got a holiday weekend coming up. Uh, us as a show, we're taking the next week off. So, uh, you know, we'll be able to catch up, do, uh, you know, on sleep and uh, get some things done around the house, take a little vacation time, and then come back uh, the following week uh, with a brand new slate of shows. But in the meantime, we are here. It is Wednesday. We're here for the next uh, Tuesday, two days, not Tuesdays. Two days, um, Thursday and Friday, before we go there. on that vacation. So, shout out to Ryan. Obviously, he's not with us today, but uh, he'll be joining us after uh, the break, hopefully. So, yeah, he'll be back. <laughs> the pun master. Exactly. All right. So, wanted to ask you a question. Obviously, we've mentioned in the past that uh, us being, you know, trying to be guys, guys. Anytime there's an issue medically, you know, we push it off. We push it off. We push it off. You know, we won't go to the emergency room unless we're profusely bleeding or something's hanging on by a limb. Tony, have you ever waited on something so long that uh, by the time you got to the doctor, you realized that uh, it could have been taken care of much earlier and um, maybe less painfully? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I have. I can't think of anything because I don't ever go to the doctor. I should for some things, but I just don't. I usually just do what you said, the man's man, like, eh, it's not killing me, so I'm fine. But uh, off the top of my head, nothing I can actually use it as, as an example. So Okay. All right. Fair enough. 
Well, uh, Kayla Ron, who uh, took a page out of our book, probably for the wrong reason, Kayla Ron had been suffering weight gain, pain, and unexplained stomach issues for months. In May, the Alabama woman finally learned why and got some relief when doctors removed a massive 50-pound cyst from her ovary. 50 Mm. pounds, yeah. This is one of the largest I've ever seen or certainly removed, Dr. Gregory Jones, an OBGYN at Jackson Hospital in Montgomery, said in a statement about the surgery, we are very excited things went well for her. The 30-year-old said before the operation, she would feel stomach pain during normal day-to-day activities. Quote, I couldn't even walk to my car without losing my breath. Her doctors initially told her weight loss was the solution to her problems, she told the station. According to Jackson Hospital, Ron had been trying to lose weight for about a year, but instead kept gaining pounds. Despite her dieting efforts, she kept getting asked a question no woman wants to hear. Are you pregnant? She had oh, even been asked. Yeah. Don't ask that girl that. No. <laughs> she had even been asked if she was carrying twins. Ron's pain became overwhelming in May, and her mother took her to the ER. Doctors at Jackson Hospital ran a series of tests and found a large mass in her ovaries. She immediately went uh, underwent surgery to have the cyst removed. It weighed in at 50 pounds. Think about that. That's uh, I'm about 200 pounds. That's about a quarter of what I weigh. Ah, that's crazy. All from a cyst. I mean, definitely you got to trust your body. If it ain't working right, you should go get it looked at. Um, I sound a little hypocritical there because uh, <laughs> I usually feel like if I just get some rest or ice it up, I'll be fine, you know? Yeah, yeah. A lot of us do, but, you know, if something's not right, there's probably a reason for it. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, don't be afraid to at least call your doctor to see if, uh, you know, it's worth going to urgent care or at least scheduling an appointment with them. Yeah, the last time I had to do it was a year ago for the uh, killer taquito. Like, I had to call. <laughs> I, we have a thing called Teladoc where you have to call the doctor and give them your symptoms. And, uh, yeah, that's how I found out I had food poisoning. I mean, I kind of already knew right. based on what's going on. But, uh, yeah, that's the only time I actually can remember tapping out having to uh, get the attention well, hopefully Teladoc doesn't use WebMD to type in the symptoms because uh, every outcome <laughs> yes. would be death. What's that you say? You're pooping out of your butt? Ah, yes, it's food poisoning, yes. And you're going to die. bad taquito there, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, let's talk about today's show. It is a Wednesday. Hump day, yeah! We've got a fun one lined up for you. We have Animal Tales, sponsored by Rough Riders, another installment of Craigslist Missed Connections. Our call-in topic today is your own annoying habits that you wish you could kick. We have Comeback Foods, This Day in History, and when we return, Tony's going to take us through the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Wednesday, July 1st. Now, we love the interaction from our listeners, uh, whether it's on social media or if you guys give us a call on the Phoenix line, which is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line that we've set up 
to give you guys the opportunity to give us a call. You don't have to worry about talking to a real-life person. And just leave a message on anything whatsoever. Could be a topic we've talked about. You can tell us if we're wrong. You can just check in. Could be a drunken rant in the middle of the night. We don't care. Just keep it entertaining. We'll put those together and put them out in a future show. That number is 855 Phoenix Radio. That's 855 F E N I X R D O or 855 336 4973. Now, it is the second segment of the show, and as we do each and every day, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, July 1st, so we're going to start out with Filippo Fast Five headlines that just tell the story for us. Uh, Comedy legend Carl Reiner dies at 98 of natural causes. Cold actor Danny Hicks, who had roles in Evil Dead 2, Maniac Cop, Darkman, Wishmaster, and My Name is Bruce, among many others, died this week with his battle with cancer. He was 68. Cinemark is set to reopen movie theaters on July 24th with classic Hollywood films. The third largest theater will have a one-week test run ahead of new studio releases. Ozzy Osbourne reveals tour postponed, not canceled. We'll see if that happens. Right. Uh, and Christopher Maloney is returning to Law & Order SVU Season 22 as Stabler, Elliot Stabler. So Very cool. that is your Fast Five headlines. And now we're going to roll on to the news. So Mando, Ninja Turtles, escaped the Ozarks while visiting Zootopia and jamming some five-finger death punch. This is the news. More on the Mandalorian stories are on the way. The world of the Mandalorian is about to get much bigger. Not only is the Star Wars universe... Excuse me. The Star Wars series returning for a second season on Disney Plus this fall. Lucasfilm uh, has revealed the new publishing initiative aimed at further fleshing out the characters and worlds of the Mandalorian. The publishing initiative will include several new stories tied to the events of the Mandalorian. Among these is an untitled novel from the Burning Dark writer Adam Christopher and new comic book series from both Marvel Comics and IDW Publishing. Lucasfilm will also release several young adult and junior reader books along with The Mandalorian, The Ultimate Visual Guide by Lucasfilm Story Group member Pablo Hidalgo. Currently, there are no plot details uh, for these new fiction projects, and it's unclear when these stories will take place and whether they'll explore the show's main protagonist, Bounty Hunter, Din Djarin, and other characters like ex-Rebel Trooper, Cara Dune or Imperial Warlord Moff Gideon. No doubt more announcements will be coming later in 2020 as we get closer to the release of The Mandalorian Season 2. No doubt Season 2 will pave way for even more companion books. Season 2 will include clone favorites like Rosario Dawson's Ahsoka Tana, Katie Sackhoff's Bo-Katan Kreese. If you need a recap, um, just check out The Mandalorian. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, The Mandalorian is the biggest thing to come out of Star Wars uh, for a while. And it's the biggest thing that's going to happen until the new movies come out a couple of years from now. So this is what they're putting all of their money and time into, with good reason. It's a fantastic series. And uh, going off into books and exploring backstories, uh, I've heard that the books that Lucasfilm put, puts together are just fantastic. I haven't read them, but uh, just from what I hear. Yeah, this has definitely been the best thing to happen to Star Wars. There was even a rumor yesterday, which I didn't put in the 
the entertainment news because it's just rumor, but they're looking to actually erase the the recent trilogy they did. They want to go in a different direction with all that. I so, saw that. I doubt that'll be the case. I no, strongly you, they doubt spent, it. No, you can't just forget that that happened. It, it happened, so yeah, yeah. can't undo unless the... The little flashy thing from Men in Black is a thing. So. <laughs> and they, they'd be better off erasing the prequels than uh, you know the more recent Been ones. Doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Can't please them all. Nope. But uh, moving on from Star Wars, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are coming back, and Seth Rogen is set to produce. Um, he will be bringing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles back to the big screen in a CG animated feature film reboot titled simply Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Nickelodeon announced it on Tuesday. Point Grey Pictures, a production company run by Rogan, Evan Goldberg, and James Weaver will produce along with Nickelodeon. Wow, (laughs) San Filippo my first one. Nickelodeon Animation Studio in the latter's first ever CG theatrical production. Paramount Pictures, of course, will distribute the film. This animated TMNT movie reboot will be directed by Jeff Rowe, who's known for Gravity Falls, Connected, and Disenchantment. And written by Brendan O'Brien, who also wrote Neighbors, Sorority Rising, and Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Created in 1984 by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles began as an indie comic book series before becoming a beloved animated TV series. The comics beget a live-action TV series and on the big screen a slew of feature films since the 90s. The last CG animated TMNT film was released in 07 with a pair of Michael Bay produced live action films in 14 and 2016. No word yet on the release date of Rogan produced TMNT movie. I'm all for it. I always love uh, when the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles come back in. It brings that childhood nostalgia. So definitely I'm excited to see what happens here. Yeah. Well, and, you know, knowing that it's in Rogan and Evan Goldberg's hands and, and, you know, the people who, uh, you know, you list as director and writer, you know, they're all of our age group. And so I have a feeling that they're going to treat it right, that they're going to do a lot of throwbacks to the original, you know, series that we know and love while still keeping it fun for the kids. Unlike the uh, rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is on Nickelodeon right now, which is just God awful. Yeah, it's really bad. That's like reinventing. I like the way the comic books have gone too. They've like uh, killed off Splinter. They've introduced a fifth turtle. It's a female one. It's kind of crazy. I don't read it, but reading enough entertainment news to share with you guys, I do come across stuff like that. So, um, moving on from Turtles and Star Wars onto Netflix, um, fans of the Ozarks will be happy to know that Ozark is returning for a two part fourth and final season so netflix announced that its emmy award nominated family crime drama ozark will return for the fourth and final season it'll be split into two parts season four of ozark will be 14 episodes long with each part consisting of seven episodes okay it's a finale format previously used for big hits as breaking bad and Mad Men. and the final season will once again be produced by showrunner and writer chris mundy and, of course, stars Jason Bateman, Laura Linney, Julia Garner, Sophia Hublitz, Skylar Gaetner. I'm sure I flipped that one. <laughs> Charlie Tahan and Lisa Emery, they'll all reprise their roles. So if you're a fan of the Ozark on Netflix, I hear it's a great show. I've watched a couple episodes. It was good. I just haven't sat and watched it. Uh, good to know it'll get a proper uh, finale and send off. 
Yeah, we watched season one, which was fantastic. Um, you know, and obviously we want to go back and watch season two and season three, but there's just so much TV on right now that, uh, yeah, we'll get to it eventually, but, uh, you know, maybe not in time for the finale. <laughs> exactly. Then you can just kind of watch it. That's the joy of Netflix, right? You could just watch, uh, whenever you want the whole thing. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so moving on, uh, the, the weekend box office report, uh, <laughs> It is kind of a thing. Uh, the Disney catalog joined Universal this weekend in playing whatever theaters were open at the box office as the majority of the exhibition's 5.9 thousand theaters remained shut down nationwide due to COVID. Um, but the number one movie this week kind of spoiled it in the headlines, but uh, Oscar winning Zootopia took the top spot. It pulled in an estimated $280,000, so it brings its lifetime total to $341.5 million. Interesting. Uh, the studio's uh, Marvel... Marvel Studio. It says, while the studio's Marvel, but it should say... <laughs> Slightly uh, dyslexic, Studios. right? Yeah, just a dyslexic one. I didn't type it, but it's the way it reads. Josh Whedon directed uh, the 2012 blockbuster Avengers. That was the second place movie. It brought in an estimated $260,000 lifetime gross now, $623.5 million. Both takes were off of uh, from the $517,000 and $516,000 respectively made by Universal's re-releases of Jurassic Park and Jaws last weekend. So Universal owned it last week. Disney owns it this week. Um, Disney is still playing Onward. And this article is so poorly misread typed wow <laughs> also um, so basically, times. <laughs> i'm just gonna quit reading it and just say if you get a chance there are some theaters open they're showing classics like zootopia go check it out i'm not gonna read the rest of it because it is really piss poor written so because i just copied and pasted it so i didn't fumble <sighs> but alas we fumbled through it and we're on our last story and it's gonna be a music story and uh Five Finger Death Punch is what it's about. Um, they snagged their ninth number one on the Billboard Mainstream Rock Songs Airplay chart, as well as its first on the new multi-metric Hot Hard Rock Songs tally as the song A Little Bit Off rises two to one on both surveys dated July 4th. Well, it's kind of weird it's dated July 4th. That hasn't happened yet. Right. A little bit, a little bit off. They are a little bit off, unintended. Becomes the hard rock bands, uh, the hard rock five piece fifth straight number one on mainstream rock songs and second from the their latest album, Fate. Each of the band's singles since mid 2018 has hit number one, starting with One Week Leader, Champagne, followed by When the Seasons Change, Blue on Black, and Inside Out. Five Finger Death Punch slots into a tie for the seventh most number one in mainstream rock's charts 39-year history, with Aerosmith and Metallica also boasting nine each. Shinedown and Three Days Grace lead with 15 number ones apiece. Most number one mainstream rock songs, 15. Shinedown, Three Days Grace, Van Halen, Godsmack, Disturbed, Tom Petty, Aerosmith, Five Finger Death Punch, and Metallica. So... There you go. Yeah. Kind of little uh, hard rock news this morning. Yeah, that song a little bit off is uh, one of my favorite songs on the new album and uh, very apropos to what we're dealing on, you know, with on a day-to-day -day basis these days. 
Yeah, and the music video was shot uh, when Vegas was completely shut down. Had Ivan Moody just kind of roaming the streets of Vegas it was definitely a little creepy. So <laughs> I haven't seen to, the video to see yet. Vegas shut down. Yeah, check it out. Very it's cool. on the YouTube. And guess what time it is? It's time for birthdays. You know it. All right. Special shout out to my cousin. She is 24. She's not a celebrity, but today is her birthday. And sharing the birthday with my cousin Michaela is Pamela Anderson. She is 52. Not looking good in the photo they showed for that one. Uh, Liv Tyler, daughter of Steven Tyler, is 42. She was also in Armageddon, which was released back in 1998 on this day. Wow. Debbie Harry, 74. Dan Aykroyd, Mr. Uh, Ray Stance, is 70. Oh, sorry. He's not 70. I was pushing him older. He's 67, but he does look like he's in his 70s. Yeah. Missy Elliott, the rapper, is 48. And heavenly birthday today. Uh, Princess Diana was 36 when she passed on this, uh, when she passed away. She would be 59 today if she was still alive. That's your celebrity birthdays. All right, folks. When we come back, we have Animal Tales sponsored by RoughWriters.org. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you in a few. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Wednesday, July 1st. Now we are all over social media with many of you watching right now on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. We also rebroadcast every evening on the AUN TV network, 13 stations across Northern California and Northern Nevada. So worth checking that out if you live in any of those locations. But if you want to get a hold of us on social media, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K. Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony's available at Facebook.com forward slash Tony dot San Filippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four, or on Instagram at Tony dot San Filippo 81. And Ryan, who's taken a little time off, is available at Facebook.com forward slash Ryan dot wink, or on Instagram at Names Wink. Now it is Wednesday, and as we do each and every Wednesday, We've got a little feature that's sponsored by RoughWriters.org, a local dog rescue nonprofit. If you want to learn more about uh, what they do, head on over to RoughWriters.org or Facebook.com forward slash RoughWritersSaves. With that being said, we are here with Animal Tales. Dogs and the cats, they take up the middle where the honeybee hums and the cricket fiddles, the donkey prays and the pony neighs, the old great badger sighs. Listen to the bass, it's a one on the bottom where the bullfrog croaks and the hippopotamus moans and groans with the big to do, and the old cow just goes moo. <laughs> Always get a kick out of that intro. So much fun. That's <laughs> funny. All right. Our first story in Animal Tales is a little bit of a Mad Libs headline. Um, so I'm going to read the headline and let it sink in for just a second. Humans forced to hide from sex-addicted monkeys who set up headquarters in disused cinema. Mm. <laughs> okay, then. Yep. 
Sex-crazed monkeys have forced humans to cower indoors after taking over an ancient city while fueled by junk food. The incredible sequence of events has been seen an estimated 6,000 uh, macaques, not macaws, that's a bird, run right through the Thai city of Lopburi. The Randy primates have set up a headquarters in a disused cinema, lashing out at anyone brave enough to try and drive them away. Unfortunately, some residents first thought the best way of calming the overzealous monkeys down was to give them fast food, but this has just made the situation worse. The new sugary diet and the lack of tourists because of the COVID-19 crisis has conspired to make life miserable for the people of Lopburi. The macaques are laying their dead to rest in a projection room as locals struggle to come up with a plan to reclaim the streets. Many have been forced to barricade themselves at home as the monkeys take over the streets. One resident of the city, uh, and I'm not even going to attempt this name, said, uh, we live in a cage, but the monkeys live outside. Uh, Like I said, a a mad libs of a story. Uh, Could you imagine just where you live, monkeys taking over, and if you try to do something about it, they come out and attack you? Damn dirty apes. I'm still lost at the fact that the article said these randy primates. Like, because <laughs> they're getting down and dirty and they're eating fast food while getting it on. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> they're just, I just would not, I have no interest in visiting this town. No. Just, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to picture like Planet of the Apes uh, with the. Uh, I just have Mark Wahlberg in my head now from that. <laughs> <laughs> Wool class knuckle sandwich. Um, yeah, it just, uh, wow. This, I'm at a loss for words with this story. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's crazy. Luckily, we don't live in that Thai city, but uh, hopefully when things go back to normal, they can reclaim their streets. And, uh, you know, it's one of those arguments that we get around here. Obviously, we have the coyotes and, you know, they were here first. Well, you know, they were probably there first as well, but, uh, you know, you got to take your safe- the streets back, man. Yeah, they are taking it back. Ooh. The moment they get guns, that's the point to worry. All right, yeah. <laughs> L- let's move on. So, uh, domestic cats kill more prey in a given area than similar sized wild predators research suggests. According to a new study, hunting by pets can have a big impact on the local wildlife population. Scientists say the effect is mostly concentrated around a cat's home, as most of their movement is within a 100-meter radius. This usually encompasses a few gardens on either side. The study indicates that pet cats kill 2 to 10 times more wildlife than the equivalent wild predator. Researchers from North Carolina State University and the North Carolina Museum of Natural Sciences worked with scientists from six countries to collect GPS cat tracking data and prey capture reports from 925 pet cats. Lead author Roland Kays said, quote, Since they are fed cat food, pets kill fewer prey per day than wild predators, but their home ranges were so small that this effect on local prey ends up getting really concentrated. You know, I'm a dog guy, um, never been a big fan of cats. While dogs are loyal, I find most cats just to be, you know, little independent assholes. Um, but yeah, you know, they, they kill more than, uh, you know, wild predators, their own same size. Yeah, I was going to say uh, the Dodsons, they have a, a cat named Eugene, and uh, he got a rabbit in the house and he didn't kill it, but he took it downstairs and was, like, treating it like a play toy. Like, he was, like, 
batting him around, had him in a corner, and and Renee had to save him. <laughs> and it just that was like one of the other stories. There was another time the cat brought in a mouse and didn't kill it, but kept tossing it up in the air and then pouncing on it. And yeah, cats, cats are interesting. And uh, as far as being assholes go, my friend Stevie's cat Elwood. He's a major asshole, and that cat would bring in some uh, interesting stuff down when I lived in their basement at one time. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, we've got uh, a dog, Marley, who is a dachshund, and dachshunds were originally used as badger hunters. She's about the same as a cat when it comes to prey. I, I can't tell you how many birds we found her chewing on, how many mice we found her chewing on. I don't know how she does it, but uh, yeah. She gets a hold of them and uh, sure enough, clears them out of our yard. That's awesome. I mean, it's not awesome when you catch it and have to clean it, but, uh, you know, keeps keeps them out of uh, the yard is always a good thing. Yeah. Unfortunately for us, uh, it usually comes back in the middle of the night where uh, we're woken up to that bolt, 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 bolt And you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a matter of seconds before we have to get her out of her kennel to uh, let her do what she needs to do. All right. Yummy. Yeah. Let's move on to our next story. Headline. Here's the headline. Cows talk to each other about how they feel, study finds. Yes, cows tell each other how they feel through their moos, according to a new study. The animals have individual vocal characteristics and change their pitch depending on their emotions, according to a research by the University of Sydney. Alexandra Green, the study's lead author, said, quote, Cows are gregarious social animals. In one sense, it isn't surprising they assert their individual identity through their life. This is the first time we've been able to analyze voice to have conclusive evidence of this trait. The study found that cows use their voice to help them maintain contact with the herd and express excitement, arousal, engagement, or distress. And uh, it makes me think about the um, lawsuit that those folks uh, put against Ben and Jerry's where Ben and Jerry said that, uh, you know, their, uh, the ice cream comes only from milk from happy cows. And the court ruled that, well, there's no way to determine if they're happy or not. This might turn that over. Yeah, that, there you go. Like, does it, I guess it wouldn't give a good example of what a happy cow moo is versus an angry cow. I it, I don't know. It'll probably, I guess if you're around them, you could probably tell. Yeah. But, you know, and it'll probably take some more research. And of course, you know, when it comes to any sort of lawsuit like that, you know, it has to be indisputable evidence. So I'd still say there's a ways to go, but uh, it is interesting to know that uh, cows communicate their emotions. Yeah. Who knew? Christian, that, that, that was a very moving story. Hey. <laughs> Love it when we get a good pun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that does it for another installment of Animal Tales sponsored by RoughRiders.org. When we come back, we have another installment of our favorite Craigslist misconnections. You won't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Wednesday, July 1st. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, 
Easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcast link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix radio show, and you can find video there, you can find audio there as well, or head over to your favorite podcast channel, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, so many more, I think about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe, that way you always get the latest episode, Leave a review. Let us know how we're doing. And tell your friends, because sharing is caring. Now, in this segment, I wanted to revisit uh, something we did uh, a few weeks ago. Had some fun with it. And uh, before uh, uh, Tinder existed and and Facebook dating and and even some of the, uh, like, Match.com sort of sites existed, there was a little thing on Craigslist called Missed Connections, and uh, always so much fun to go through and, and see what people are putting on there, and usually it was uh, some sort of interaction that they wanted to see if they could connect back up after either a phone number or an email address was not exchanged. And so I uh, pulled up a list of, of some of the, the funniest ones I could find, and I know, Tony, you've got a few as well. So we'll go through those, uh, we'll go back and forth, and uh, we'll, you know, see uh, just how missed of a connection it is. First one being a man for a woman. The title is You Slept in My Bed Last Night. Me, a guy coming home to find you asleep in my bed. You, stunningly attractive blonde, slightly underdressed. Me, strangely bemused, but too tired and distracted by other women in my head to care. You, gone this morning when I woke up. Me, trying to determine from my roommates who you were, but they have no clue. They really aren't too conscious right now, and I think and think I am lying. If you attended what must have been a great party last night, I can tell from the mess, and slept in some guy's bed, then please poke me back. I have some things here you might that might be yours. Also, let me know if you will be back tonight, and I will change the sheets. Finally, thank you for not taking my side of the bed. That would have been awkward. All right. That uh, sounds like an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they had a really epic party, you know, as Ted tried to meet somebody. And so uh, the uh, the story of your life. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I would not go on misconnections to reach out. I would just call that a story I would just tell the roommates at that point. Fair enough. What do you Believe got as far as... or not. Yeah. What do you got as far as misconnections go? Well, the the headline comes here. I, I like to pull a few locals. So from Fort Collins, this is the title of it. Bald guy, big van, Beaver's Market. <laughs> there is a, there's a little market called Beaver's Market here at Fort Collins. So <clears throat> you were in Beaver's. I thought I heard you complain they didn't sell condoms. Tried to catch your eye when you got in your van to see if you wanted to hop in the back and do things that don't require condoms. If this was you and you would be down to meet up, attractive guy here, let me know what was it, what was on your van. Wow. That's just creepy, yeah. But there really is a beaver's market here in Fort Collins. I've never been. I've driven by it before, but... <laughs> hey, sounds like it might be a good pickup spot. Yeah, sounds like a winner, though. Oh. I'm an attractive guy here. Uh, if you'd be down to do things that didn't require condoms, just just let me know, because I want to know what was on your van. <laughs> Future Darwin Award winner right there. Yeah, jeez. All right, uh, this next one. Ooh, some people are just desperate. Title, I'll still take you even with your rap sheet. 
Holly, mm-hmm. I saw your picture today in the mugshot on the Tribune's website. You look fantastic, especially for a girl who's just been busted for pot. I believe that every girl deserves a second chance, and I want to be the guy who gives it to you. Please write back and let me know when you're free. I'm willing to wait 30 to 60 days if that's what it takes. <laughs> I wonder if that's what her <laughs> sentence was. <laughs> yeah. Hello, wow. nurse. <laughs> Great soundbite, too, on that. <laughs> Made me think, actually, that the lady about a year and a half ago that I had to chase that stole Roombas from the store, like she just bolted out with them. Mm-hmm. And I had to I had to pin her out in a lineup. She was actually a good looking lady, which is weird. But uh, <laughs> just dumb as a box of rocks, unfortunately. Just hard know? up for a robotic vacuum. Hard, hard up for a robotic vacuum. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of dumb and uh, hard up, I guess Walmart parking lot, also here in Fort Collins. Saw you in the parking lot, flirted while driving away, tried to give each other numbers with hand signals, but failed. I want you too. You had a lips decal on your back window. What color car did I have? Let's connect. Oh, yeah. No, no, bro. She was flipping you off like she wasn't interested. Right. <laughs> like, this is not 8675309, bro. It's the, just her phone number is 111. One one yeah. one one. Just she ke- she kept giving me the middle finger over and over, so her number must be one 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 on the best. So <laughs> here's Wowzers. here's one that uh, you know. Speaking of Tinder, a little bit earlier, uh, and, and I'm sure it happens all the time. Titled "Accidentally Swiped You the Wrong Way on Tinder," and uh, ooh, this might be a tough one to get through. <laughs> Says, "Hey, girl." <laughs> Picture this. I'm on the toilet, tindering hard like you know I do, when suddenly, bam, a sweet, sugar-faced, angel-child baby doll honey pie shows up on my Tinder. I'm so in awe of your gorgeous, gorgiosity, that's not even a word, that I accidentally swipe you left and drop and <laughs> drop a duke without even trying at the very same time. <laughs> How could she not go for him? Instantly, my yeah, mind winner. says, my God, what have I done? Just like David Byrne in the classic and oh-so-apt Talking Heads tune, Once in a Lifetime. I'm so depressed, I get off the toilet without even wiping and go lay down in a dark cupboard that I can squeeze into if I bend my legs just right and kind of wedge in at a weird angle. I'll now describe you to the best of my abilities. You are, or were, blonde, pretty, mid-twenties. That's all I have to go off of. If this sounds like you, reply to this ad with your photo, cup size, and bank account balance, and we'll see if we can make some magic happen like David Blaine. Wow. This guy sounds like a catch. Yeah, he's, you know, whoever missed that connection, I mean, you just missed the the opportunity of a lifetime there. I mean, you have a guy that can't wipe his own ass, and he likes to hide in there, and he's he just wants your bank account number. Right. And your cup and your size. Cup size. So, <laughs> I mean, is that beats having a personality? So, <laughs> and it's funny. I've, I know I've been playing the sound bites, <laughs> but this guy sounds like a real life quagmire. Yeah, he does. Oh, right. <laughs> oh. you know, I, when men, when women say men are pigs, this is evidence to that. Of that. Yeah. Well, here's another one to follow up that one. We're going to travel to Westminster, Colorado. 
Uh, met you and your girl out back of a Super 8 a few days ago. You offered a ride and room at a Motel 6, which was awesome. Then after a long-ass day, you sketched and took off with all my bleep, because I ain't getting fined. Again. That was everything I own. Please message me if you see this. So they they take him to a uh, Super 8 <laughs> and took him then to a Motel 6, which was awesome. And, and then they just took off with his stuff. And That was everything owned. And uh, expecting that they're actually going to reply back and return it? Yeah, just give it back to me, you know, especially if you see this. Right. Because you didn't quite take everything I own because somehow I was able to put this out in the universe for you. <laughs> Why even bother at that point? Yeah. You got sketched, bro. They took your they took your duffel bag full of stinky crap that you were panhandling on the side of twenty five four. I award you no Jeez. points and may God have mercy on your soul. Nothing. <laughs> Here's one, speaking of no point in even posting it, the uh, headline is drunk, make out at Plow and Stars from a male for woman, 26 in Philadelphia. Says, we made out, it was pretty solid. I don't remember your name or what you look like. Come to think of it, don't contact me. I don't even know who you are. (laughs) So why even bother? Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, bro, you are interested in reaching out to this person. Otherwise, you wouldn't have put it out there. That's is that the equivalent of uh, you know playing it cool like yeah it was salt eh, you know what don't even bother just hoping though like, no yeah. no 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 yeah it's kind of like you know back in the day when girls were like I don't like you but they really liked you, right you know? <laughs> yeah you play these games uh, I'm now gonna travel to Reno for this story AMPM by Meadowood Mall. I held the door for you going in, then you held the door for me coming out. Damn, you were so cute. Wouldn't mind just holding you. You had long hair and cute glasses. You were driving a dark-colored vehicle. I think it was a smaller SUV. Holler if you hear me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So she was polite, and you were polite. I wouldn't... uh, wouldn't think that's quite a connection there, right. bro. That wasn't quite the spark that most people look for when uh, starting mm-hmm. a relationship. No. Uh, that is how I met your mother. We were at AMPM. I was buying a drink from the fountain machine. I held the door for her. It was great. <laughs> All right. And finally, before we head into our long break, this next one, the title, and it even has a picture in there to match the title. The title is Snuffleupagus. you beautiful could be emo probable psycho bitch me lonely alcoholic chronic handyman i can't say the actual word uh come get (laughs) drunk so uh i have no idea what that means why or why even put that up there but uh just goes to show that uh, misconnections is a gold mine for uh showing the the lesser side of humanity well folks when we come back we have our call-in topic of your own annoying habits that you wish you could kick don't go anywhere we'll be back in about seven minutes Laugh it up, fuzzball. 
I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Wednesday, July 1st. This is the start of our second hour, and uh, as we do each and every uh, start of the second hour, you know, this is where we open the phones to you guys, the listeners. Now, uh, wanted to check in real quick with my co-host, Tony, see how you're holding up. Obviously, you got some more sleep last night, so, uh, you know, you, you seem to be Filippoing uh, less names today than uh, perhaps yesterday. Yeah, definitely a little bit less than yesterday. I'm trying to focus on not doing it as much, but it, we are making Filippoing a thing. It is when you mess up any last name or any name, we'll just call it Filippoing. Today, haven't been doing that and uh, got uh, less weight on the ears for the hour, too, so this should be great. I can Good. actually hear everything versus... <laughs> Well, like I said, this is the portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys. We throw out a topic, give you guys a chance to call in at 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255, toll-free from anywhere in the world. So even if you're being sexually harassed by macaques in Thailand... You would have had to squeaky, check out. Squeaky, squeaky, yeah. <laughs> you can still call in on this topic and uh, chime in, and it'll be on our dime. So the topic today uh, goes back to a topic we did, I want to say a couple weeks ago, where we were talking about uh, relationship pet peeves, you know, things that your partner does that just bug you. And so I wanted to turn it back on ourselves and talk about uh, our own annoying habits that we wish we could kick. Could be common, could be strange, but, uh, you know, all of us have at least one that we try to get rid of, sometimes with success, other times without. Now, Tony, do you have any self-annoying habits that uh, you you would love to get rid of? Yeah, I would. But I do want to give a shout out to my payroll clerk, Tara. She would say it's me making weird noises. Um, like I'll randomly be in the office and I'll go, hmm. She hates the Yoda voice. Hates it. But I'll sit there working on a schedule or something on a computer and I'll just randomly go, hmm. And she'll be like, Tony stop it like it reminds me of my mom i used to annoy my mom with little noises mm. i don't find those to be annoying habits i kind of get a kick out of it if i know it annoys you so you know it's funny be told <laughs> is that might be a mom thing my mom's who's watching hi mom um has even said hi, she's like did you know that tony just makes weird random noises it's like yeah that's tony <laughs> yeah i i do that and it, it's just a weird thing i've always done I'm maybe I'm around myself all the time that I don't catch. It's kind of like when you said, Hey, you were rubbing your hands together and gave it a loud. <laughs> I, I didn't even know I did it. So, uh, yeah. So that would probably be one that uh, I think the moms would have, would say, uh, but for me personally, things that I catch that I do that I find annoying to myself that I wish I didn't do is, um, I apologize a lot for things. Like I'll say, I'm sorry for a lot of things. Like, even if I'm, 
you know, like good example is the other night, a lot of things went bad. And in my night notes, I think I said, I'm sorry, like every, every other word or something, you know, and I don't mean to, it just, it's just, right. you know, I, I just kind of say how I feel and I feel like sorry in that moment. And is so it, I'd say, is it sometimes that maybe you not, might not even be sorry. It's just, you know, it's, it's the polite thing to you yeah, think to do. Yeah, it's the polite thing. It's like, you know, hey, I left the mess. It wasn't my choice to leave a mess, but I didn't have the help. So I'm sorry, you know, like, but there's nothing you can do, but you want to be polite and saying that. So I'd say that's one. And then I'm very OCD, like things have to be like in place and clean. Like that's just something I do. And that's kind of annoying. I can't have dishes in the dishwasher or the sink. Mm-hmm. They got to be put away. So um just little things like that that I notice that are kind of annoying to me. But uh, yeah, take your pick. I can pick, I can nitpick little things about myself. But uh, <laughs> for the moms listening, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a good amount of self reflection. Um, you know, as you mentioned, I you know I've got that OCD streak that I earned from my mom that you know everything in the house has its place you know there uh, my dad often jokes that uh, you know there should be on the nightstand little outlines of where certain objects go so that they go back in that spot um the i mean even something like the refrigerator you know our brita filter has to be on a certain side uh the milk has to be in a certain place all of the uh, dressings need to be in the door and uh, if they're not there you know, it makes me feel anxious, which is really weird. Not necessarily something that I think I would try to kick just because I, I like that sort of organization. But uh, for me, the one thing that I would try to kick is that, uh, you know, when when I get stressed, I tend to be a, a nail biter. And, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things you catch an edge and you just keep working it and working it and working it. And, you know, then you regret it later. But, uh, you know, that would be one thing that I'd I'd like to kick. I, I've kicked it a couple times, but end up always going back to it. Now, along those lines, I do have a theory that uh, people who bite their nails are genuinely more healthy. Um, just, you know, better immune systems don't get, because I, I rarely get the flu, rarely get a cold, uh, just because of the gross stuff that's introduced into your body. But uh, a <laughs> little, uh, uh, it's true. It's little true. personal deep dive into who I am. So now that's out for uh, thousands of people to hear. But uh, you know what? That's what makes the show fun. Well, folks, it is that time. We are opening the phone lines to you, the callers, to chime in on this sec- uh, segment of uh, what annoying habits that you would change. Again, the number 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Give us a call now. When we come back, we open the phone lines to you. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Wednesday, July 1st. This is the portion of the show where we open it up to you, the callers, the viewers, the watchers, the listeners, uh, whatever you want to call yourself or however you're uh, taking us in, and uh, wanted to talk about the subject of our own annoying habits that we wish we could kick. Now, uh, talked about uh, ours 
personally in the last segment, but uh, want you guys to uh, call in. Go ahead and don't be shy. Don't be scared. Go ahead and light up those phone lines. It is funny how uh, some subjects, like yesterday, phone lines were just lit up. Today, not so much. So uh, hopefully we do get a few calls. But in the meantime, pulled up a list of, uh, at least it's titled, 17 Weird Habits We All Have But Won't Admit. So, uh, <laughs> Tony, as we're waiting for calls, I'm going to run these by you and see if they, uh, if they count for you, and I'll chime in as well. Uh, number one, tucking yourself tightly under the covers so things can't get you. Uh, not something I've ever had an issue with. Um, I get too damn hot. So I actually, I'm weird. I sleep on top of like the covers and I just have a light blanket over me. But that's, again, it could just be because it's summertime. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's not, that's not a weird habit. I don't think sometimes it's nice to be held tightly Mm -hmm. that, uh, personally I don't fall into that category. How about you? Yeah. I'm the type of person that I I love it nice and cold in the bedroom. So that way I can pull the covers up nice and tight under my chin and, and sleep so soundly when it's hot, I'm miserable and I don't sleep well. Yeah. It's hard to sleep when it's hot. (laughs) Here's one that I'm guilty of cupping water in your hands from the shower, then dumping it all out like a giant waterfall. (laughs) <laughs> I can't say I do that, but uh, as a kid, I did. Um, but not as an adult, I have not done that. No. <laughs> well, and sometimes the shower is just not powerful to get enough soap off or, you know, in my oh, case. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's different. I don't know. Here here in Makasa, I have a good water pressure and stuff, and I'm grateful for that. So I don't have to deal with that. (laughs) Here's one I I definitely think we're all guilty of is uh, thinking of a great comeback about four hours too late. Always. I do the show every day, and I was like, damn, I could have said that during that segment or should have done that. But, yeah, yeah, it happens often. Yeah, it's like, oh, missed a perfect opportunity, especially if you go back and rewatch it. Um, you know, yeah. oftentimes I'm looking for soundboards, I'm reading this, I'm looking for the phone calls, and every once in a while I'll miss something that uh, Tony or Ryan says that would be ripe for some sort of comeback, but you know what, I, I'm just doing a juggling act back here. You're a good juggler. Good juggler, sir. Appreciate that. Folks, we are in the middle of our call-in topic. Give us a call right now, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255, talking about our own annoying habits that we wish we could kick. Going back to the list, I don't know if I've ever done this for this purpose. I've done it, obviously, because I manage social media. It says, using the View As button on Facebook for the sole purpose of seeing how your profile looks to a crush. I don't know. I don't really understand that. So the view, like you actually turn on the viewfinder button? No, there's a uh, a way that you can say like view as guest. That Because, uh, you know, when you're on your own Facebook page, you've got all of the, the stuff that you can manage it with. But if you do view as guest, then you can see what other people see uh, when they look at Facebook. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like somebody has a lot of time on their hands. So. I- can't say that is me. Um, we actually had someone chime in on the Phoenix page. Uh, Melissa says, taking a great nap and then can't fall asleep that night. That's an annoying habit she'd like to uh, kick. So she takes a nap during the day, and then she ends up staying up too late uh, due to that great nap. So <laughs> that, could, that could be a problem. I'll take any nap. Like, if I could have just five minutes to sleep, that would be great. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, I could take a nap in the middle of the day, and when it's bedtime, 
I'm back in bed. I'm yeah. I don't have to worry about staying up now. I do have to worry about you know my mind on on overdrive, and that's a whole yeah. different can of worms. But uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, here's one stripping down to your underwear almost immediately upon getting home. Door closes, bam, naked. Is that something you're guilty of? Well, you have to now. COVID-19, you can't bring them germs in your house. You got to get butt-ass naked when you get home. Get them cheekies out, head your ass up to the shower. Dump your clothes in the washing machine. Make it a routine. I wouldn't say that happens every day, but uh, I think that's what they want you to do, right? That's what they want you to do. but You don't want to be dragging that dreaded coronavirus. You don't want to be bringing that in. Let's face it. We're not all doing that, though. No. No. But uh, that would apply to me when it comes to sleep time. You know, not right when I get home, but uh, when it's time for bed, just into the bed. Just like that? You make the noise? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jesse! All right. What are you called? Snuggle tight. Here's one claiming to read an entire book when you really just started it, got bored, then watched the movie instead, or just browsed the wiki page, saying, yeah, of course I read War and Peace. Yeah. <laughs> that was called Cliff Notes back in school, kids. That's, Absolutely. Uh, you, just, you just read the, the little things. There wasn't too many movies of books we read back then, but uh, yeah. I would say maybe guilty of that. If it's a if it's a boring book, I just put it down. I just quit reading it. I don't even bother. Um, Jim chimes in on the Phoenix page. Faja. His his is the Faja. Yes. Uh, ice chewing. I'm sure it bothers others. Um, I doesn't bother me. I chew ice as well. But uh, yeah, I I could see you chewing some ice. And I think that applies to any sort of repetitive sound. You know, any sort of constant clicking or crunching or anything like that um you know it it can tend to get on some people's nerves yeah here's i could could get that here's one we're all guilty of remembering something funny from like two years ago and then laughing hysterically then when you're trying to make yourself stop laughing you just end up laughing more and i know tony you are certainly guilty of that oh yeah i i get if i get a case of the giggles or something i can remember from my past makes me laugh absolutely (laughs) You, you know, nowadays what it is, is it's like when people fart, like in public at Costco, if somebody just walks by and they blow ass for whatever reason, I just, it makes me laugh. I'm convinced that's an evolutionary thing, that that's yeah. from the beginning of man, farts were always funny. <laughs> Look, I'm giggling now. I just have <laughs> <laughs> picturing <laughs> just, just farts. It's just, it's a noise that comes out of your cheeks. That's it. Makes me laugh every time. <laughs> Uh, folks, we have we have a little over four minutes left in the segment. Still time for you to call in at 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Or you can even do like uh, Melissa and Jim have done, chime in on the Facebook uh, page and uh, you know let us know what you think. Uh, before we get to Kendra's, here's one that I do all the time. I have no idea why. Turning the sound down in your car when it's dark out and you're looking for a house as if that'll somehow improve your vision. <laughs> it's the same way. Like when it's, I do that. Like when it's snowing, like uh-huh. when I used to mute, like, Oh, I got to turn down the uh, God smack here. Let's like, like it's going to change the, like the road conditions. Like, because I've turned Sully's voice down, the roads are just going to be clear. So right. yeah, guilty, guilty I, of that. I do that when I'm looking for a parking spot. <laughs> 
you know, if there's like a really busy parking lot and uh, looking for a good spot, I turn it down, have no idea why. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. Yeah, guilty of that one for sure. <laughs> Do you want to read Kendra's? Yeah, Kendra says, I interrupt people all the time, which is why I didn't call. Didn't want to interrupt. Ayo. Kendra, it's, it's never an interruption. Ah, you should have called. It's not a, this is the segment where you do call, so it's not an interrupt. <laughs> we invite it. Yes. Here's one saying Wednesday phonetically to help you spell it. Is that something you do, Tone? Like have to go, like, how do I spell Wednesday, Wednesday? Exactly. Um, I've done it before. I wouldn't say that's something that I have to do all the time, but I have been guilty of it in the past. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Here's one. One of my favorite pastimes when I'm just disconnecting, going to a coffee shop to work, but ending up just watching people. (laughs) I wouldn't say in a coffee shop I've done that, but I have randomly walked around the mall back when malls were a thing Mm -hmm. and you could go into public places before CD or CV. And uh, I would watch people just wander. People watching is hilarious. Like, it's really fun at the airport when oh. you're waiting. You know, the best place is uh, when I lived in Southern California, I <laughs> had a Disneyland annual pass. And there are times I just go to Disneyland and sit on the bench and just watch people. It, it's amazing. It's like a human zoo. Yeah, I kind of actually sometimes like at places like that. I know you were unfortunately with me uh, down in California Adventure when I did this, but uh Sometimes I like to, I'll make a weird noise, as I've said earlier, just to draw weird attention. Like at that time I did the Pee Wee Herman just out of nowhere. (laughs) I did that and people were like freaking out because I just randomly popped off the bench and went, ah, just freaked everybody out. And (laughs) Kendra's still laughing about Randy primates. Just they're a, they're a bluegrass band, you know, (laughs) from the street. They're taking the streets back. Randy streets of Thailand. Yep. Uh, here's one, and uh, we'll make it the last one of the uh, segment. Something I'm guilty of is patting down your pocket to check for your wallet, keys, or phone, even if you literally just put them in there. And for me, it's more if I don't have them in my pocket, I have that moment of anxiety before I realize that it's two feet away from me. Yeah, I would not say that's an annoying habit. I think that's just being well-trained to make sure you have all your stuff because... If you don't do it, it's the one time you don't do that is the time that you forget something. So I don't find it annoying. I find that to be a normal thing because I do that on the daily basis. I always say if my head was not attached, I'd forget my head. So In this day and age, it's a survival mechanism. Absolutely. Well, folks, that does it for today's call-in segment, or in this case, uh, uh, Facebook in segment. But uh, hopefully we'll hear more from you guys on our call-in topic tomorrow. When we come back, we have comeback foods. To learn more about what that means, come on back. We'll see you guys in a few. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. And welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is a Wednesday, July 1st. 
Now, if you missed our call-in topic, you want to chime in on your own annoying habits, guess what? There is still time. We have set up a a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line called the Phoenix Line. gives you guys an opportunity to call and chime in on anything you wish. Just keep it entertaining. We will put those together and put them out in a future show. Again, that number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the Alpha Numerically Challenged. And uh, we love the feedback and uh, compiling those together. And hopefully within the next week or so, we'll have enough to uh, do another installment of your calls. So with this segment, uh, it was actually sparked by one of our mutual friends, me and Tony, uh, Lori, who had posted uh, uh, just a nostalgic picture online of, um, what were they called, shark bites or the shark gummies? What were they? The shark, yeah, they were the gummy sharks. Um, they were. And- they were. They were one of those, like, fruit snacks. Like, they all tasted the same, but it was the... Uh, the shark one, but yeah, she totally posted that. Right, and seeing that just brought back a flood of memories of you know uh, food items that we grew up with as kids that really no longer exist. And with those ones in particular, you know, you always hope that you got that one yogurt-covered great white shark in there because that was always like such a treat. Right, it was like when you get uh, yeah, they were just shark bites. Uh, they were made by some company called Fruit Corners, and then they had they were ferocious like find the ferocious tiger shark which was orange with the white stripes on it Mm -hmm. but you're right the white shark was like the elusive one because they were you had the purple hammerheads the orange shark you had yellow all kinds of colors but uh definitely had a good throwback there from Lori. yeah and so i wanted to go through some of the uh you know discontinued food items from you know our childhood and see if they're worth bringing as a comeback yummy so the first one is one of my all-time favorite uh, salty snacks. It was the Planters Cheese Balls. And those were those like foamy little cheese balls, obviously covered in uh, cheese dust. And for me, I loved you know, popping them in my mouth and letting them just sort of dissolve in there. Yeah, those ones were actually really good. I forgot about those because they cheese balls still exist, but it's not made by Planters anymore. No. Um, no, I, I wanted to say it's Utz, U-T-Z. Mm-hmm. Oots, 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 sounds like a thing. Oots, 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 oots. Um, wow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's one I would definitely love to see come back in the planters variety. Yes. This next one is a cereal that I never had. Maybe you did. Berry Berry Kicks. I'm a fan of the original Kicks, but never had the Berry ones. Yeah, the berry ones were okay. Um, we did have those as a kid. I thought I liked regular kicks. I thought they were uh, they were definitely kid tested and mother approved. <laughs> I enjoyed them, as the slo- as the slogan says. The berry one didn't really add much to it because the the kicks had that nice like. Uh, flavor to it that was already pretty sweet yeah yeah and when it comes to you know fruity cereals you know i was having this conversation with uh my boys yesterday um captain crunch you know captain crunch with crunch berries is great because it had that perfect ratio of crunch berries to the captain crunch cereal the oops all berries was maybe just a little bit much yeah i think one time we're gonna have to do a a call and conversation about cereals i think people love cereal I like that idea. Because uh, I was thinking with Captain Crunch, man, I had just had flashbacks of how, how much that 
crap shredded my mouth, but it was delicious eating. Right. <laughs> you always yeah. paid for it afterwards. <laughs> you paid for the price, ate and capped the crunch. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it, it is no secret that I'm a sweet freak and loved these in the 90s. And just as quickly as they came in, they disappeared so quick. Keebler Magic Middle Cookies, which were chocolate chip cookies that were filled with fudge inside. Oh, I loved me some Magic Middles. Were they the uh, ones that were shaped like the elves? No, no. Those still exist. These okay. look like just regular chocolate chip cookies, but when you bit into them, they had fudge in the middle. Don't remember those. I remember like uh, when you think Keebler Elf, I think of the uh, the cookie I loved as a kid from them was the uh, fudge stripe. But I know those are still around, you know, like the round cookie with just the little chocolate stripes on them. Yep. Those were those were my jam as a kid. Yeah, those were so much my jam as a kid that uh, my grandparents dubbed them Chris's cookies because oh, every nice. time I showed up, that that's what I wanted. So that was the cookie. Yep. There you go, man. Yeah, they were good. Moving on to soft drinks, this is one I I don't really remember. Pepsi Blue. Now I remember Crystal Pepsi, which was a big flop, but I don't remember Pepsi Blue. I don't remember Pepsi Blue either. I remember Pepsi being in a blue can. And, which is, always but, was, uh, yeah. yeah and i remember they've changed the logo up over the years and the way the design was but i and i do remember crystal pepsi i do remember that whole thing yeah um but not blue yeah uh, does it say what made it so special was it more sugary yeah or? they said it was a berry flavored uh soft drink but really tasted more like liquefied cotton candy so maybe not a bad thing that that disappeared no yeah, it does not sound appealing no no Here's one that was a favorite of mine going to the movie theaters, Butterfinger BBs. You didn't have to worry about the big, messy Butterfinger bar, but you know, instead the uh, bite-sized Butterfinger BBs. I totally remember those. That was a big uh, thing with the Simpsons. Remember when Bart Simpson was the uh, slogan person for uh, Butterfinger? Mm-hmm. And uh, the BBs was uh, definitely a popular thing. Butterfinger is one of those. I remember them being fantastic candy as a kid, not so much as an adult. Um have I don't you, know what changed uh, for me. I, I don't. My whole sweet tooth thing kind of went away as an adult, which is weird. They've, but uh, as a as a kid, I dug it. Yeah, they've recently changed the recipe, and they're not as good anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember them being awesome as a kid. They just had that. Just you know, you bit into them. It was just this weird nougat inside, and it just but it had that flavor that you obviously you're listening. You've had it. You know what I'm talking about. Exactly. They were good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Moving back to salty snacks, here's one that was one of my favorites, Doritos 3D. You remember it came in that uh, sort of plastic, um, almost a cup that you could, you know, pop the top and... It was kind of a ripoff of Pringles a bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I vaguely remember those. I was... I kind of just stuck to the nacho cheese Doritos and the Cool Ranch as a kid. So, didn't really explore too much outside that realm. Until I got to be an adult, now I've tried the different flavors out there. Yeah. yeah you know those... they have pickle-flavored ones now? Do they really? Yeah, the girls at work love them. They're tangy pickle. Not my cup of tea, but hey, they make <laughs> them for a reason. So, uh, This next one is one that we never really had in the house, but I always remember friends bringing them in their, uh, their lunch sacks and, and trying to trade out for them. Dunkaroos. Oh, Dunkaroos. Yeah, they were the uh, little Australian kangaroo. And when you got them, they had like a little frosting and mm-hmm. you dipped them. And it was like uh, Funfetti frosting. And then they had fudge frosting. And then they had the uh, chocolate 
crackers and then they had the vanilla crackers uh yeah i remember dunkaroos i heard they were coming back oh really like Lori, yeah Lori might have posted that on her page at some point i just did the hand rub thing um <laughs> i don't know why i'm catching myself doing that today uh but yeah dunkaroos awesome awesome thing from the past oh I, I totally do you remember this one? Easy squirt ketchup. If you weren't happy with just regular red ketchup, you could get ketchup in different colors like purple, orange, teal, blue, pink, or green. For me, I've got a weird thing about colors and foods. Um, it, there's just something in my mind that's wrong with purple ketchup. Yeah, I never got on board with this. I think uh, we came from a frugal family for the sense that my mom typically did not buy name brand stuff. We always got the generic brands most times. Uh, Mom was not going to go splurge on uh, some fancy schmancy colored ketchup. Instead, we just got the basic, you know, I think it was catsup. (laughs) Catsup, no. No, but I never tried it. I remember it being a thing, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my thing, and for... For my purposes, it's it's fine just staying dead. Yep, I'm good. Here's one that I know we all enjoyed as a kid, uh, and it was getting uh, your ice cream essentially in a toilet paper roll, the Flintstones push-up pops. Oh, dude, those rocked. I, I know they were in a total toilet paper roll thing, but I love the push pops, dude. They were great. Oh, I loved them too, you know, and... and trying to flag down the ice cream man to get them. That was always so oh, much fun. And then trying they to were so the little poppers. So good. Oh yeah, absolutely. And at the end though, the only thing that was gross about it was the very last part yes. of it. It was so slimy at that plastic part at the bottom. That part was a little nasty. It was definitely slimy, but damn, that ice cream was good. That Dug was, it. that was, um, a product that's actually made a recent comeback. High C Epto cooler with a Slimer from, ghostbusters probably would not drink that today even being a ghostbuster fan but uh, as a kid i can remember having that of course uh, big uh, fan of ghostbusters and uh, the the real ghostbusters was the animated show and uh, yeah my mom definitely made sure that uh, this little tony was happy with his little <laughs> ecto cooler high c isn't that who made it it is yep the high c one yeah Yep. And finally, before we head into the break, another drink product that I know we all remember, Squeeze-Its. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, you know, in these little flimsy plastic bottles. You pop off the top, and then you know, you'd know you squeeze the juice in your mouth. Yeah, and they, had, and they had the little cartoon faces on them and stuff. Yep. You know, looking back, like, I can actually remember how it tastes, and it was not good juice. Oh, it's just pure You drank them anyways as kid, yeah. Exactly. But folks, that does it for our look back on foods that uh, we hope make a comeback or maybe need to stay dead. When we come back... Exactly. When we come back, we have This Day in History with yours truly. Folks, we'll see you on the other side. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. Well, folks, we did it. We made it to the end of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Wednesday, July 1st. 
but not without a final segment that we do each and every day with This Day in History. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or want to catch up on any of the previous shows, head on over to americamatters.us. Click on the shows and podcast link. Scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix radio show. You can find video and audio there or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer, you name it, we are there. About 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. And Tony, as always, sharing is caring. Well, as I mentioned, we have reached the final segment of the show. And uh, while it is sad to see you guys go and and you know we obviously have to wait a whole nother day before we get to do this again we like to drop a little history on you make you laugh a little bit with this day in history unfortunately ryan's not here but uh we'll be led by yours truly Crossing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head it's this day in history with your correspondent on the beat ryan wink all right first day up uh, not first day up. First thing up on this day in history. Obviously, this weekend we're going to be celebrating America's birthday, the 4th of July. Well, on this day in 1776, the first vote on the Declaration of Independence for Britain's North American colonies was taken, voted, whatever you want to call it. Basically, this set the stage for the United States to become a country just a couple days later. Yeah, America. F yeah. <laughs> oh, if we weren't over the radio and didn't have to worry about FCC fines, I would love to have that sound bite. Yeah, it would be an awesome one. So I'll just do it very, very chillax, you know, very relaxing and just calm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. This day in 1798, the winner of the Piggly Wiggly Challenge, Napoleon and his fleet reached Alexandria, Egypt. Um, it went on to spawn many piggly wiggly markets across America. Again, America, F yeah. <laughs> and again, I get all of my history from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Excellent! <laughs> all right, uh, scanning on through, you know, there are a lot of just depressing things, but uh, in this day, 1874, obviously on Wednesdays we do Animal Tales, well, the first zoo in the United States opened in Philadelphia. Hmm. That's uh, the home of the Eagles, you know? It is. And Eagles and Phillies. I wonder if they so had maybe... Eagles and Phillies in their uh, in their zoo. In their zoo? Actually, Possibly. what is a Philly? Aside from... Philly's a, a horse. It's, it's a, it's oh, a okay. horse. Yeah. 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 You silly Philly. This day in 1889, Frederick Douglass named U.S. minister to Haiti, um, which, you know, he was an African-American man that, uh, you know, holding that high of a position uh, within the U.S. government at that time was uh, groundbreaking. Yeah, it's awesome. Also, this day in 1889, something that hits here a little close to home, the U.S. Mint in Carson City, Nevada, reopens i don't know why it closed but uh it reopened today you're reopening but don't worry you're shutting down again in the future yeah <laughs> i think they're closed now uh yeah, at least no, the museum always is. always cool they know that the that the mint at one time was in good old carson city nevada my hometown baby yeah it was 
All right. Uh, the other thing we were talking about in Animal Tales, which is sponsored by RoughRiders.org. This day in 1898, Theodore Roosevelt and his Rough Riders charge up San Juan Hill. Good job, Teddy. Good job, boy. Um, America. F yeah. America. All right. Uh, this day, 1904, the first U.S. Olympic Games. Uh, the third summer modern Olympic Games open in St. Louis, first held in the United States. Well, that's a cool fact. I would not have pictured St. Louis to be the home of the first Olympics in the U.S., but uh, right on. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Moved on this day, 1905, Albert Einstein introduces his theory of special relativity. That's all Great I have. Scott! That's, that's all I have. Great Scott! Albert Einstein! Marty! We gotta go back in time! At 1.21 gigawatts. 1.21 gigawatts! <laughs> well, it's almost like you had that at the tip of your finger. Just ready, man. Just ready. <laughs> Since I don't have puns, I have sound bites. That's all I got for you. Hey, that works. This day in 1934, the first X-ray photo of the enti- of an entire body was uh, made in Rochester, New York. Hmm. Yeah. Since when did you become the physical type? <laughs> <laughs> all right. This uh, don't know what that had to do with X-rays, but okay. <laughs> it was physical. It was physical rays, ah, x-rays, physical. Gotcha. A little bit of a stretch, yeah. but I'll give it to you. Yeah. Okay. This day in 1941, New York outfielder Joe DiMaggio on uh, way to record 56. Uh, this is poorly written. On way to record a 56 ties Wee- Willie Keeler's 44-game MLB hit streak in a 9-2 win over the Boston Red Sox at Yankee Stadium. So uh, my guess is he tied the 44, went on to hold the record at 56, if I read that correctly. Yeah. Boom, shakalaka! That was more for a basketball reference, but uh, good job. <laughs> Let's see, what else is interesting in here? You know, that's there's so many things that happen in this day in history, but it's hard to find ones that really make things fun. Um Yeah. All right, here's one that uh, from a show I didn't even know really existed. 1956, Elvis Presley wearing a tuxedo appeared on the Steve Allen show. Oh, he was in a tux? Apparently. No. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry, that's all I've got to say about that. All right. Uh, this day, 1963, U.S. President JFK arrives in Rome don't know if that's a milestone for anything, if that's the first time a president had gone to Rome in a while, but that's all it says. Good job. <laughs> this day in 1967, everybody knows I'm a big Beatles fan. The Beatles album, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, goes number one in the United States, where it would stay for 15 weeks. That's a milestone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. That warranted a good yeah there. Beatles, man, just legendary. Oh, I love me some Beatles. Do you know Ringo Starr's going to be 80? He's actually, it was. I was going to put that in the entertainment news, he's doing a, uh, a big 80th birthday bash, and it's going to have Paul McCartney on there and a bunch of others. Um, it's going to be an online thing because you can't really put together a festive 
festival together, so you have to do it on Zoom. But uh, you know, as a Beatles fan, there you go. That 80th birthday. So nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've only got two Beatles left, so let's cherish them while they're still here. Absolutely. All right. This day in 1978, former U.S. President Richard Nixon makes his first public speech since resigning in 1974. Uh, I wonder, was it uh, during his resignation or was it in the speech where he said, I am not a crook? He would later come back to uh, be the president again in Futurama. (laughs) At least least just his head. Yes. (laughs) Here's something we all had. 1979, Sony introduces the Walkman, first portable cassette player. Ooh, I like the Walkman. Um, definitely, I think everybody had that with the with the mixtape from KWNZ, 97.3. And for those of you kids who are listening, if you want to know what a Walkman is, go watch Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what uh, Peter Quill listens to. Yes, he did. Who? I don't have the soundbite for that one. <laughs> Star-Lord, man. In more baseball history, this day in 1982, Cal Ripken Jr. makes the first of his record 200, I'm sorry, 2,216 consecutive MLB starts at shortstop for the Baltimore Orioles. Excellent. Too bad he played for such a crummy team. That guy had literally, I call like my streak at work of not calling in the Cal Ripken streak. Because that guy showed it, he showed up day in, day out. Hell, hell of a player. Talk about a work ethic, right? Absolutely. Yep. This day, 1984, the PG-13 rating is introduced by the MPAA, which uh, blew my kids' minds when uh, they found out that uh, you know Beetlejuice was rated PG and Top Guns rated PG. Uh, they just couldn't grasp that idea that uh, there was a time before PG-13 existed. I'm blown. <laughs> In film history, 1991, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, directed by James Cameron, starting, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda, Linda Hamilton, and Edward Furlong, premiered. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> That's a good one to have on hand. And with the final minute of the show, let's go into some holidays for today. There are so many. Today is American Holiday. Zoo Day. It is Canada Day. It is International Joke Day, which hopefully we helped out a little bit here. International <laughs> Reggae Day. National Television Heritage Day. National Ginger Snap Day. Second Half of the New Year Day. Zip Code Day. And U.S. Postage Stamp. Wow, that was a handful. U.S. Postage Stamp Day. So many days on July 1st, but uh, hopefully you can at least enjoy one of those holidays. Folks, that does it for today's show. We will see you all tomorrow on a Thursday. What is it? July 2nd. And uh, we'll have some more great content for you. See you all tomorrow.